Hello, and welcome to Cast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Hello. Uh, tonight we're going to try to make this short. We're back to Dickless again, aren't we? Uh, we Well, you might be. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, yes, we are without Richard once again. He just doesn't know how to get to the studio. So, so much for that. We are going to continue on our list of um, suggestions from Anton. He's got a good long list. I know a few other people have sent theirs in, but... Uh, since Anton got his in first, uh, we're going to continue through those. Um, we have a e- funny email. Do you, do you think we should read it? I don't know. I, I, I'd uh, I'd want to clear it. Away. <laughs> I'd want to clear with the sender first because <laughs> it does delve into some personal territory. Yeah, we should ask him. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about the top five Disney hand job. Mo- I mean. The, the <laughs> top five Disney hand-drawn animated movies. Oh, man. Uh, was that a Freudian slip, Greg? Uh, that must have been. I was paying tribute wasn't... to the, your Navy guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> List your favorite five. Why do these movies work and others don't? Can a contemporary tale be as classic and as, as an established as... fairy tale? Are classic fairy tales considered classic because Disney made a movie? And what other fairy tales would be good as animated features? Man, favorite five. Yeah, we usually don't do movies, so you'll see why. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> not that we don't like them. We enjoy movies. Kind of, you know. Well, we, we make we drop movie references all the time. We yeah, talk. I mean, so. I like Disney animation. Don't get me wrong, but we last time I talked or blogged or whatever you want. to say about some Disney animation I got lambasted on the uh, forums you know god forbid someone have an opinion oh yeah well that guy you know he hasn't been around for a while no he hasn't so so feel free well let's see All right. list, list your okay, favorite you go- five you, you want to go first or you want me to go first sure because mine's easy I'm easy okay go uh, these are all adult era we'll start with mermaid okay we'll skip rescuers down under um, so you know mermaid Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Um, shoot. Can we include Pixar? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I guess you could say Ratatouille if it was out yet, but because it's now under But no. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Now I got to think. Uh, so you saw, see, I saw Hunchback didn't like that much. So Pocahontas, no. Tarzan never got to see. That's all right. Home on the Range didn't get to see. Yeah. You know, so like, uh, I guess the original Rescuers had was fun. I like that. That was that goes back to childhood times. Yeah. So there, there's number five. Actually, I thought the new one it had some animation breakthroughs at the time, uh, so it did some cool stuff. But you know, uh, what are you saying you don't like Aussies? I mean, is that the reason you? No, don't like- I like. I said I. What has Aussie's got to do with it? just the story? Was I don't know? I, I guess I guess the timing is everything because if if it didn't follow Mermaid, which is considered to be the renaissance of Disney classic hand drawn animation here in the late twentieth century, it probably would have done better or different. Yeah, but there were some know. good animations, especially with the uh, Eagle, and there were some stuff that was technically above you know what they had done in a long time. But you know, yeah, following a musical like. Um, Mermaid was was tough. Okay. Um, 
my five, and this is not in order in any ways, but Mermaid would be one of them. Um, Peter Pan would be another one. Beast is definitely in there. Um, uh, Jungle Book, definite big one for me. Yeah. And, you know, it, uh, I want to say one, not necessarily because of the story, but just because of the animation. Um, I don't know if I want to go there yet. What, Fantasia? Oh, no, no, not, not Fantasia. I, it was going to be Pinocchio for the animation, but I'm okay. not sure if I want to really consider that in my top five. Give me a second. Because some of the ones you named in the, the, the adult era are good, but I don't know if Truly, to me, they stand up to the early classics. Um, I, you know, it's 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 a myth. It's for me, it's a time in my life where I appreciate the I appreciate it. You know, I when you're a kid, sometimes going to see Disney movies is w- something you took for granted. They're always there, and there's something you did, and there's some they're always rated G, and that's something your folks always had no problem taking you to. You know, but when you're an adult and you have discretionary funds to decide to pay your own money to go see a film, it has a different an impact on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I understand what you're saying, um, but I I mean, some of those just stand out just because of what they were without all that bullshit added to it. Uh, you know whether or not you paid for it or your parents paid for it. Correct. That's why I go back to things like Peter Pan and. Uh, you know, I'd have put Peter Pan, but we have it, and I guess I guess I'm tired of it. <laughs> it's. I mean, that, it ran. It ran every day. It ran all day, every day for like four weeks. Well, that happened. But, I mean, uh, we. Uh, I can't uh, tell you how many times my wife actually <laughs> went to the movies with the oldest to see Mermaid, and uh, how many times we've yeah. seen it on on video. In fact, we've been. Remiss to buy it on DVD. She's the, the girls bought it, but we haven't got around to buying it ourselves. So, but we probably Better should get do it that. Before it goes back into the Disney Vault. Ah, well, I for, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to get the um, Beauty and the Beast disc, so now I'm gonna have to wait for it to. Oh, ours is jacked. I'm not gonna pay. No. I'm not gonna pay. You know, uh, twenty five bucks eBay prices. Yeah, no, no, not not at all. So, you know, I'm cheating. I went to Wikipedia to get a list here quickly of. Uh, oh. Of just to make sure I didn't leave something out. You know, there's one I want to say simply because I remember as a kid being a real fun movie. It's not the top of Disney animation or even storytelling. It was just fun. Uh, and that's Robin Hood. I, I was, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing Robin Hood. I always enjoyed that. I enjoyed The Great Mouse Detective quite a bit my, myself, too. Um, you know, I'm going to stay with Pinocchio, I guess. That's, that's where I'm going to go. Though I like, okay. you know, I like all the other ones, and um, but that's, well, that's for, all right. Well, the top five is it, gonna do. All right, because is, is it easier for you then to flip it around and say which ones you absolutely didn't like? Um, yeah, I could probably, I probably do that. Um, you know, Fantasia. You know, musically, I yeah, I appreciate the music more now than I did as a kid, but. I, there's some great pieces of the movie, but as an overall movie, uh, you know, I don't know. That's, I know I'm probably going to get hung for that, but <laughs> it's just get lamb based, lamb based, and, and I never saw Fantasia 2000, though I wanted to see it for some of the the sequences. But again, I saw overall, Fantasia 2000. You know, I, I don't know. Um, 
All right. Anyways, okay, so what's the next question? Why do these movies work and others don't? Uh, and see, just because there are top five does not necessarily mean, oh, I, I, you know, they're critical, are cri- critically acclaimed. Well, yeah, in fact, I was watching, I bought, I bought some of the Disney, um, Disney Treasure CDs, and I was watching the Tomorrowland one, and watching the, the extra stuff with Leonard Malton and talking about, uh, he was talking to, um, oh, what's the sci-fi writer, um, uh, Ray B- Bradbury had an interview with him, okay. and talking about so I forgot what movie it was. Now I think it might have been Fantasia, was not financially successful in the first release. No, uh, in fact, there were quite a few movies that weren't financially successful in the first release, but they were usually critically acclaimed. Not always, but. Um, but over time, with multiple releases and everything, they they did okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't really find Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to be that great of a story. I mean, it's okay. The animation's pretty good for its time. There's some great songs in it, but if of all of the ones, you know, if I was going to go pull out, that'd be the, probably one of the last ones to pull out to watch. It's It's not... Up there for me. Ah, yeah. I, I like the soundtrack. You know, I bought the soundtrack, but. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Snow White's voice annoys the smoking hot wife. <laughs> you know. Well, okay. You talk about Wiki, right? Yeah. So I went to Wikipedia. Now, out of all these Disney films <laughs> over all these years. But you know, and they're also not listening, they're mixing non feature um, feature link movies with, you know, some of these aren't considered in the. Um, how would you say the the genre of all the animated features? Okay, well, but I'm it, looking at, and I'm seeing that one, two, three, four, five films are original, and the rest are based on somebody else's work. I so I personally don't find a problem with that. What? Line? No, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with it either. But you know, we we talk about. Uh, you know why they work or whatever, and and or what makes them well? Because there's a question here about what makes them classic, right? Were they classic before they were movies? Which ones? I guess are you going to say were original? And let's talk about whether or not they work. All right, in our this opinion. this is Wiki's definition. Okay, yeah, we have right. to. Okay, so the Emperor's New Groove, original, distant related to Emperor's New Clothes by Hank Christian Anderson. Story is also based. Oh, it was to be based. Okay, so that's the Lilo and Stitch, original. Lion King, partially inspired by Hamlet, <laughs> Bible stories of Joseph and Moses. You know what I uh, thought when I fir- when that movie first came out, Simba the White Lion. Yeah, yeah, Kimba, Kimba. Kimba. So I'm sorry, Kimba, Kimba the White yeah. Lion. Yeah. Um, Atlantis: The Lost Empire, and Brother Bear. Wait, Atlantis: Everything The Lost else, Empire isn't loosely based on. Is, yeah, partially inspired by the legendary Atlantis. Okay, and Brother Bear, part, primarily inspired by Native American and Inuit legends, legends and myths. Those are, everything, those are the only ones oh, they say are not are origi- wait. original. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, for instance, The Great Mouse Detective was based on a book. You're saying that those other ones yes. are yes. strictly made yeah. up. Okay. By Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes stories. Dumbo is a movie and, by, actually, of a book. The Great Mouse Detective is not, well, a book that is based off of Conan Doyle's because it was actually um, God that wasn't the original t- 
title for the Great Mouse Detective either. That was changed, I think, when Basil I, I Baker Street. yeah Basil of Baker Street. Um, like Black Cauldron is based on a book. It's, Lady and the Tramp. Black Cauldron is based on a series of books, uh, sort of like uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. Or, uh, you know, a, okay, it's like that. It's a series of books, and I understand it, it's a pretty good series. It's too bad the movie wasn't a little better because I wanted that movie to be good because I was really looking forward to based on some of the previews and writings of the day, but it just didn't turn out very good. I mean, we know Peter Pan was a obviously well-known book. Jungle Book was a well-known book. Lady and the Tramp? Uh, Lady and the Tramp, yes, by Ward Green. Okay. Well, I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, so I just didn't, I didn't realize that this stuff was well, also would so Fantasia be totally original? It's based on yes. music and stuff. But. Well, it's, they call it a combo. A combination. Well, there, cause there probably is a couple scenes that are um, drawn from and some inspiration some, from some stories, I guess. Um, Aristocrats, that's not a new one? Uh, Aristocats. Aristocats. Aristocats by Thomas Rowe. Cool. Huh. Okay, well, you know, whatever. Uh, makes no uh, well, difference to me, but some of those ones you... Um, uh, Lilo and Stitch, that very successful. Um not, I liked Lilo and Stitch. I, I gotta admit, I've never seen the whole thing. What I've seen, I'm, you know, Stitch just annoys <laughs> the living hell out of me. Um, <laughs> the, the cartoon doesn't, or I mean, uh, the animated series, whatever, doesn't do that much for me either. Um, Meet the Robinsons wasn't original. It's not. Well, I don't think it's that. It's not updated. The last. Oh, it tells the story the of Luke. Tre- oh, no, that's not it. Sorry, read that. Treasure one. Planet. Oh well, who cares? Let's just get back to the. Chicken Little is the last one that has listed here, based on the uh, folk tale. The sky is falling. Oh, okay. Because what? Oh, Bolt is Bolt must be an upcoming one, huh? Bolt. And at least it's still listed here for coming out in November twenty six, two thousand eight. Something called Bolt. Yeah. And then Rapunzel and Princess and the Frog, which caused some controversy because of the else, uh, yeah. person who's going to star in it. And I'm like, get over it, move on. Okay. Uh, oh, the film was originally titled American Dog. Okay, American Dog I'd heard of. Um, anyway. Supposedly, The Aristocats was the last film to be approved by Walt Disney himself. Really? Okay, well, let's, I, mean, let's, I want to look at the date. All right. So that came out in 1970. Okay. Yes. Right. Well, you know, considering the amount of time it took to produce a movie back then, I can, I can see that. Um, I don't see anything in here about the guy writing the story, though. Interesting. Who cares? So the next, um, <laughs> why, you know, we're still kind of on why do these movies work and others don't. Well, I, I think a lot of it has just basically has to do with the story. I, I, I think some of the less um, quality animation, which I've said before, that it, I don't think Dumbo is the best of the animated features in its time when you consider what's in front of it and behind it, you know, Bambi following it, Fantasia and Pinocchio and Snow White before it. I think it was weak on animation, yet you could call it a style. And yeah. I'm okay with that. It's had some enduring characters. I mean, uh, I like the movie. I just don't think the animation was up to, to the other ones that I've mentioned where I've read where Walt didn't really want to do it. He had to be convinced to do it. And I'm, oh, that's not true. Look, he used all these, you know, characters later on. Well, Sure, they were successful. Why not use them? Uh, doesn't mean that originally he didn't want to do it. He might have saw the the beauty of the whole thing after it was done. Who knows? Um, 
you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like some of the ones that people consider, you know, like classic shorts, like the skeleton dance. I mean, th- those are like marks in history, you might say, of, of new techniques Fi- and style. Or film film milestones more than yeah, film or animation milestones before they're yeah. speak to your soul kind of a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, if I was going down this list, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, uh, I think that works. It's it's a classic tale. They kind of well, it's the first full length feature, okay, fine, but it, know. but it works. It stands alone on itself. I think is I would call that a classic. It it stands on it, you know, it it just it works, in my opinion. Sure, Pinocchio. Uh, it's got some you know deep troubling storylines, and you know, and I think it works. It's not. It's not sugar-coated. You know, it's not like some of the more... Uh, no, the, boy, the, boy, the boys get in trouble, right? Yeah. They suffer a consequence. They're going to Pleasure Island, well, right? We can show some of the dark, seedy side and tell a story. I mean, if you look at both of the first two, some really um, scary undertones. These were not necessarily made for, your, for your, your four- and five-year-old to go watch. These were made for adults... And families, not necessarily for for children to sit in front of the TV for hours to watch the thing over and over. Uh, Fantasia, (laughs) exactly. Fantasia, the same way. Um, It's considered a classic, I think, partly because of the music and some of the animation is beautiful. But um, you know, it's not not my cup of tea. I think that was something ahead of its time. Uh, I think it still is in a lot of ways. But I mean. uh, you know, the whole thing about well, you have to install a new sound system to show this movie in your movie house. Well, you. Yes, Disney, Disney created surround sound before it was called surround sound with fan, uh, was Fantasound. Fan, sound, right? It was basically just stereo, regular stereo sound. Oh, yeah, but it was, was, it, yeah, it was it probably was stereo sound, but they, they installed more speakers. There's a whole thing here in Fantasound somewhere, but, you know, it, it, it is stereophonic and blah, blah, blah. But we won't go into that. We could do a whole show, have <laughs> someone else do a whole show of that. Um, you know, Saludos Amigos follows Bambi in this list, and then the Three Caballeros, which uh, wasn't that combined together. Later. Were they shorts? Those, yeah, I don't... Make My Music, isn't that a short? Yeah. Fun and Fancy Free, these are all shorts. Melody, Melody time. time. I guess they're big enough that they're listing them in this list. Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Um, I dig the uh, Mr. Toad, I mean the Ichabod more than I do the Toad, uh, though Toad is fun. I, I've always liked the Headless Horseman thing. Um, That's all. Awesome. you know, talk about scary undertones. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I mean, when you look at Cinder- Cinderella. Scary undertones, yeah. You know, Alice in Wonderland, dope smoking. Um, uh, <laughs> dope smoking. I mean, that- yeah. Go ahead. Well, the stepmother, the stepmother in Cinderella, she, she was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, with a capital freaking- B. I mean, yeah. yeah. She was genuinely mean, you know. The sisters <laughs> weren't exactly the, the friendly sisters either. Yeah. Um, but again, classic S- storytelling. Of course, but, Disney, you know, Disney twists it. You can't have two parents. You notice up until this point, uh, nobody's had two parents, at least not through past the first three or four minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bammy's mom gets whacked so, in what? Within the first five minutes? <laughs> not that that early. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter Pan. We finally get to Peter Pan. There's two parents there. Uh, what? What? Peter Pan? Jane and Mike. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. John, Mr. and Mrs. Darling. Yes, yeah, there are two parents. That's probably the first two parents, right? We never saw Alice. <laughs> yeah, Alice was with her sister. Right. Cinderella was dead, but he died. Yeah, I don't know if they even showed dead. 
No, uh, Snow White, uh, no. Pinocchio, no. Bambi, no. Dumbo, no. Lady and the Tramp. There's parents. Well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> the two. I mean, too late. Ladies and bitch, as owner. far as we know, we didn't see her parents. I mean, come on. No, no, the the but the, the owners. Were, oh yeah, her owner, an intact okay. couple. Uh, Sleeping Beauty. You saw parents. No, did you see the mom? Yeah, they showed the mom. They showed the Sleeping they showed Beauty. Okay, there were two, but they're again predominantly didn't stick with the parents. They, you know, no, it was behind the behind the scenes. No, see, there's background. Another, Sleeping Beauty is very well animated, but its backgrounds very stylized, very much different yes. than the other yes. earlier backgrounds. Um, and then you jump into 101 Dalmatians, which was the first film uh, zero graphic with doing Xerox. Um, for the to copy the uh, the, the hand drawn yeah. cell, which really changed the look. Um, and see what a sword and a stone, probably one of my least favorite. If you if you were going one through seventeen here, and I know those shorts were in there, probably excuse me, my least favorite um, of the movies. In fact, yeah, you so know, bad. I, I think this would this would be on the level or worse, in my opinion, than Black Cauldron. It, they didn't. It's very weird. They didn't treat the well the Arthurian legend right because this is yeah, about yeah. Arthur as a boy. I and mean, there's some good stories from the Arthur as a boy viewpoint. Like, did you see? Did you ever read Once in Future King? T. H. White. No. That some of those stories are very very entertaining. You know where Merlin turns them into various creatures so he can understand how I think life yeah, works. I think this had a lot of potential. I just don't think it came off very well. Uh, not, not at all. Um, Jungle Book, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I like that one. I dug, I dug I, Jungle Book, and I just trying to think. The last time I saw it in the movie theater was in Lincoln's Theater. It's one of those cast member good oh, deals. Yeah, yeah. Well, I finally got uh, to see. I yeah, I saw Snow White um, restored and preserved back to its original format because uh, most of the time, square, square. Yeah, in the modern yeah. day, we've seen it cropped to to go with standard academy format so that was kind of cool to see it that way um aristocats not i liked it not as up there as jungle book but you know i like some of the voice talent that was also in jungle book um did you ever see the second jungle book the straight to video jungle book 2 no but you know that brings up an interesting point i have a uh, It'd be interesting to compare to a Disneyland record I have, which was the continuation of the Jungle Book, almost from the point the movie left off. You know, it's really narrative ones, and, the, and they have all the, the original voices. Um, Louis Prima, may, or is that Louis Prima? He may not have been. The, the King Louis? I'll have to find that record. Uh, Louis Prima? Did, I don't think he did King Louis. That was, uh, that might have been Louis Prima. I don't know. It wasn't Satchmo, no. You know, we, yeah. we, well, we, I guess I can uh, click this friggin' link and find yeah, out, this, right? This is Lewis Prima. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, good for you. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, there was a continuation. It'd be interesting to see if it, it was that or they just made up another one. Well, we have it because, you know, we have youngsters. We, I know. We didn't get a lot of the direct-to-video. Uh, we have those uh, dinosaur series ones, um, Land Before Time, which, of course, isn't Disney. But, uh, you know, somebody was always buying my youngest uh, the dinosaur ones. Uh, so aristocrats, you know, it's fun. Not, you know, little psychedelic for me, little seventies, um, <laughs> considering it came out, you know, right on, you know, well into 1970, but 
Uh, it was okay. Robin Hood, I dug a lot. Obviously, not the best animated movie of all time, um, but I, I liked the you Robin know, Hood story. I kind of I dug it. I've seen all these in the movie theater so far. I, not Peter Pan, but, but you know, um, Jungle Book I saw in the theater. Up until... The rest of Cats I saw in the theater, Robin Hood. I remember being I, dropped I, off. Up until... All the way through Rest- Lion King, I'd seen all of these in the theater. Now, that doesn't mean I saw it first run, of course, right? No, but no. We didn't have no, video but when I was a kid, so we saw these in the theater. But yeah. I think Pocahontas or Hunchback is where my streak was broke, where I, I no longer saw them in the theater. Now, I also counted the Lincoln Theater as the theater. That's where I saw all of them. <laughs> um, I saw, I was going to say... Um, <laughs> Oliver and Company. I paid money to see that. I didn't see that in Lincoln. I'm sorry. I saw that. Uh, but let's move I on thought... down. So we got Robin Hood, right. which we both say we like. Probably not the best animated. Uh, but you know, okay, in 1973, bad. you know, I was uh, what? I was nine. Was I the target audience? You know, probably. In, in the yeah, see, in the time of Robin Hood. Kids are the target audience. The time of Snow White and Pinocchio, kids are not the target audience. Now, I would say by, though I'd say Sword in the Stone was going for a little younger crowd than 101 Dalmatians. Jungle Book, I think you could have called somewhere in between. Aristocrats, because of the music, I'd almost say a little in between. Robin Hood, I think they went for the young crowd there. Uh, well, we're talking, uh, you know, if we're talking about, you know, the, you know, something dark or, or, uh, or a malevolent feel to it, you know. Every, you know, all these, all the early ones had something, uh, oh, an element of in some sinister. Way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good choice of words. So, where did the sinister end? Right. Where did sinister start getting watered down? Looking at this list, hundred and one Dalmatians is the last time I see real sinisterness. I don't know. Jungle Book, the whole share. Oh yeah, okay, share con. Okay, um, Aristocats. Because in Robin Hood, they took the sinister and. You know, made it clowny. He was a clown. Yeah, Prince, Prince John was an idiot. But you know, I was. You know, I don't know why I was thinking of this, but I stuck in. Um, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, somewhere. We <laughs> bought the extended version for some reason. Um, so I was watching it. Karen's been watching this good music. This uh, good music. oh, great music. This BBC series Robin Hood that's uh, that we get on satellite, which is pretty good. But I've noticed that because I kind of grew up with the uh, Disney Robin Hood and you had uh, Prince John and you also had the Sheriff Not- uh-huh. Nottingham. Uh-huh. None of these other ones, these, these kind of modern day ones, you don't really see Prince John. It's all the sheriff, about the uh-huh. sheriff and his evilness. But to tell you, I, uh, Karen thinks the, um, the Robin Hood on this BBC show that's out right now, so it's a new series that, that, that Sheriff John or Sheriff, um, Sheriff of Nottingham is really evil, but personally to me, Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, he is Alan Rickman. Oh. He's he's the he's the best. <laughs> and because, bring your friends. Yeah, yeah. You eleven o'clock. <laughs> you eleven thirty. Bring your friends. Yeah. No. 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 The best. <laughs> now sew and keep the stitches small. <laughs> um, okay, back to Disney. That's a great. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're, it's starting to get watered down because now we get to the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Now I've no, always liked Winnie the Pooh. Again, not better animation than I think the original animation for the of the books they purchased. In my opinion, I, I like 
the Disney animation. Yeah, yeah, the the classic poo or, yeah, or not, whatever you want to call them. I don't, I'm not into that. I've always kind of identified with uh, Eeyore for whatever reason. Tigger I like, but I always dug Eeyore. He's always gloomy and, you know, the poor Gus kind of thing all the time. But I, I like, I've always liked the Winnie the Pooh. can remember coming home from school, listening to... Um, some of the records we had of Winnie the Pooh, even before 77, we had some uh, Disney produced, I think, some Winnie the Pooh albums. Um, well, the many adventure of Winnie, uh, Winnie the Pooh, wasn't that shorts that they had done earlier? Maybe that was when they combined. I, see, I, I seem to remember seeing a Winnie the Pooh short before Robin Hood. That's why I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's actually composed of Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, 66, Winnie the Pooh and the Plus, Blustery Day, 68, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, 74. So that explains why I would have had those picture uh, records with uh, telling the story. Yep. Yep. Okay. Should have known that. All right. So now we're getting to uh, okay. really kind of our modern era. Where we're starting to be young adults, right? The rescuers. Now, see, there's some sinister comes back here. Uh, yeah, but still but again, in a didn't... slapstick kind of way. Yeah, she, she's yes, very. Now, again, I like the rescuers, the original one. I go back I now and I look at the animation. Very rem- Saturday morning. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know Saturday morning, but it almost goes back to kind of the really rough look of 101 Dalmatians. Because, you know, as you went from the first Xerox film, they got a little better because the technology changed to where they could do color in the Xerox. Yep. The Xerox didn't flake as much. The the um, toner the line. didn't yeah. come off the, the acetate as much. So it got better and better than we got to the great or um, uh, rescuers. And I'm thinking... Uh, what they do? Go pull the old Xerox machine out again? I mean, it was it, it looked <laughs> rough, rough, flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was fun. I enjoyed it as a kid. I like the you know the character, you know the, the little dragonfly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some fun it's stuff. The, the outboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fox and the Hound. I think it's a good classic. Growing up, you know. See now, this goes back to not sinister, but there's definitely a an old yeller kind of a moment where yes, you know they're. You know, they grow up kids, and they're going to be mortal enemies when they when they realize it's, it's, it's one of Karen's favorites. She, she likes it a lot. Um, I look at the, no, so the I look at the date, here and I'm like, kind of brings back. To <laughs> I mean, but there's a built-in tension in the story just because of. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, yeah I, I think that was good. Uh, that's one of my first drive-in movies. <laughs> 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 Uh, next, the Black Caldwell. How do you remember? How do you remember what it was about, Dad? I, I saw the opening credits. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it on video since. Um, the Black Caldwell, the one I was really looking forward to. They made a big deal out of. They went, oh yeah, the big the bazillion color palette or something that was supposed well, that, to that, and they went out and recorded the uh, engines to the shuttle to use when the cauldron explodes and all that. And uh, I was a big letdown. That little character with the funny voice just annoyed the, the living crap out of me. Um, kind of an early stitch type of annoyance. Uh, <laughs> could have been great. It just wasn't. It's too bad. And there's some stories going back. Cause, you know, About this time is when you'll find that I think um, Katzenberg is now on board and so is um, uh, Eisner. Eisner for sure. Katzenberg is down trying to edit this film and doesn't realize how animation works. You just don't go and edit. You don't have the camera just doesn't run. So you have this extra footage where you can do fills or take a different yeah. angle. And he's and, and the the animators about when ape shit and they're calling you know 
according to the stories, calling uh, uh, Roy, saying, hey, you got to help us here. you got to get him out of here. Just let us, you know, get this in the can. Let's get it finished. Um, but, you know, they had some, oh, God, no wonder. No wonder this had problems. Nigel Hawthorne's in this. <laughs> that explains a lot. Oh, jeez. Is, is <laughs> Nigel the one? Oh, maybe he's not the one I was thinking of. Well, I was thinking of the one from the Imagination Institute. He's Nigel some. Oh, that's maybe that's his that's, character uh, name. <laughs> yeah, it's Eric Idle. Eric I think Idle. Is... Yeah, that guy drives me. <laughs> Nigel Hawthorne. Like, yeah, but John oh, Hurt's in here. Susan's uh, Susan Sarandon. I mean, um, it's just too bad. It's um, it could have been a great movie. I think the cover art, you know, the poster art is great. You talk about a sinister look. This went back to yeah. Maybe that was part of the problem too. You know, I haven't viewed this movie since I've been an adult. Uh, we saw it in the park once when I was maybe, I don't know, 20. And you know how it's hard. It's just, when, yeah. when they do those kind of things. I don't know why they bother. Um, but I need to preview it or review it again because maybe now it would connect with me. But, you know, it was, it was pretty dark for that time considering what had been around it. And a fox and hound, the rescuers, things like that. Um, so The Great Mouse Detective comes along. I actually dug this movie. I, I liked The Great Mouse Detective. Um, I, I liked it a lot. So, and it wasn't all yeah. that deep, but you know, not that sinister. No, I never saw this one. You never saw Great Mouse Detective? No, no. And I see. I, 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 I love Bassets. So you know, of course, you know, identify with the big Basset, who's just you know this, this great guy or great character, in my opinion. Didn't really say much, but I mean, Radican or is that his name? Is that Vincent Price? Yeah, that was Vincent Price. Yeah. <laughs> As great. I, I, now was he was he was he campy evil or was uh, you know was you know a little bit of both. Um, uh, I think it's. Um, I think the final line in this review, this film is usually underrated and underappreciated. Um, I think it's true. I think it's a it's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, I you should go back if you haven't seen this. You should rent it or or just buy it. It's good. I can probably find it on tape somewhere, yeah. Why would you do that? Get a DVD, if you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oliver and Company, blah, they could have done without this movie. Now, here's, this kind of goes into... This was, this was Eisner's first? Well, I... Uh, technically, come on. Black Cauldron, it, it, those got producing credits for Ron Miller. Black Cauldron was released, after, I believe, after... Um, Eisner took after, over, yes. It went out in 85. Uh, yes, yes, but I'm just saying, you know, Oliver and Company is probably one of the first, hand, you know, animation projects he greenlighted. I I as, think so because I'm looking at the dates. Great Mouse Detective came out the next year. Now that was pretty unprecedented for Disney. When you look at, uh, yeah, they had four years. Every four years they're releasing a, a movie. Yeah. I mean, it was it was '81 oh, yeah. for Fox and the Hound, then '85 for Black Cauldron, and then '86, almost exactly a year. It was July 2nd versus July yeah. 24th the previous year. Um, and we have four years for Oliver Company, so that's probably right. Um, though it may have been one of those. Here, here's a list of the movies we want to do. Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> now, this was this in the next. He had another character about you know using um, contemporary artists to do songs. Now, what, as Billy Joel did, was yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. And we uh, Lady and the Tramp, which ended up. Peggy Lee, Peggy yeah. Lee, and suing over that later. Um, I, personally, I found this too much of a modern twist on the Oliver twist story. Uh, it just 
didn't work for me. And it, it was almost too cheesy, though. You know, Cheech Marin's part was funny with the little, yeah. the little. I mean, Bat Midler, yeah, playing. <laughs> I don't know. It just it, to me, it just didn't work for me. I wasn't that impressed. And were you on the yeah, studio and- tour with me when we got to see how they figured out mapping out the the city? No. Okay. We we were in one of the. Let's see which I don't remember what soundstage, but one half of the soundstage was being used for um, the Tim Allen's uh, home improvement. The other half of the soundstage was being used for the new Carol Burnett show, and they had painted on the ground. Uh, it's, it's New York, right? Uh-huh. They had painted out this little town on the floor to kind of figure out. Okay, Oliver goes here. We could go here, kind of like. You know how they had worked themselves through the city for shots. It was kind that's pretty. You know that's, but that's a Disney kind of a or attention to detail you'd expect from yeah an innovator like them. <sighs> so this one, as far as I'm concerned, you know if if you were yeah, to it, say, it's almost like a throwaway. Yeah, it's not going to be I'm, a cla- in my mind. It's not going to be a classic Disney. Since Disney applies a classic thing to I think anything over ten fifteen years, it's a classic. Uh, that's I fun. Think- I think it's a classic because it sold a lot of sh- friggin' seats. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> no, no, no. I, do they consider Oliver Company a classic? Uh, no, I, I, Disney considers a lot of things that they can sell as a classic a classic. You know, you put it in the vault for a while, you bring it back, it's a classic. Oh, uh, well. I, 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 don't no, consider, I don't know. I, uh, I don't consider it a classic. Uh, that's, that's a eh. throwaway movie. Uh, that's pretty much the way... I feel about it. Um, not. I was going to see here if they had any any um, information on the box office take on this, but I don't see anything quickly. Don't think so. so, oh, did I see something about Don Bluth here? Because you know they're they're. Um, this was after he left, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought I saw something. No, that wasn't Bluth. Yeah, no, Bluth left. I believe. I want to say before the Black Cauldron, but I'm not positive because his first movie, The Secret of Nim, I thought was great. Uh, I liked The Secret of Nim. Uh, that's that's a whole other discussion, though. Yeah. So now then they come out with The Little Mermaid. I mean, literally, if I go back and look at it, I, I still don't think it's that great, greatly animated by now seeing it. But when I saw it then, oh, it it, it, it was a it was a Awesome combination of everything. Yeah, it was. The opening scenes, I'm just going, whoa, whoa, this is great. Good songs, good story. Yeah. Of course, typical Disney, they twist the ending and, you know. Yeah, okay, now, but I, see, I'm thinking that why early stuff resonated with adults or resonated across a wider path of humanity is because it had stuff for both kids and adults, right? You know, you had you had themes or situations that adults could either a identify with or b understand better than than the kids. Okay, uh, you know, and, and that that whole sinister vein or you know evil things happening. They try to bring it back here, but again, she was you know she was played not as bad as as say Maleficent. Okay, well, how about this? She's she's bad, she's wicked, but she's got comedic relief in her dumbass Timing, sidekicks. 
right? <laughs> so let's you know, if we were to go well, back through okay, Snow White's evil witch didn't have a dumb sidekick. No. Okay. Uh Pinocchio's well, what that the one that didn't talk wasn't exactly um well, the side, uh, okay. You know, which, uh, okay. Dumb, yeah, yeah, the two, the two cats. The or, Dumbo, or, there wasn't really a real sinister thing. Just No, no, the, but the, the whole, that was the whole concept of mother separation, yeah? Yeah, true, true. Okay. Uh, Bambi, you never saw man, uh, really, so. But, you know, you, know, you heard gunshots. You, oh, yeah, you, you heard, heard gunshots. gunshots. You know what happened? You heard the bang, you heard the thump, you know. <laughs> you know what happened yeah. to mom? Uh, Cinderella, the sisters were wicked too, so I can't really call them a yeah, lot of comedic relief on they that. They weren't all that comedic, I don't think no, so. Peter, They're ugly. P- now, Peter Pan had a little comic relief with Smee. I mean, he was uh, a little yeah. bit of the, the comic relief. Sleeping Beauty, nah, I don't think you find much comic relief with Melissa Fent, like you were saying. No, uh, no. Run Dalmatians was campy. It wasn't really, you know, uh, well... She, okay, but had Cruella. Cruella had, were they really, they were maybe a little campy, her sidekicks. Uh, Jungle Book. Now, Shere Khan pretty much is a badass. And yeah, no, no, no. I don't got the time for that now, no. <laughs> you know, the snakes yeah. try to hypnotize him. <laughs> yeah, oh, Shere Khan <laughs> is great. It's just the way he toys with his food. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, you go down, you look at things like that. Um, she had a little comic release uh, with, and they weren't really dumb, but, you know, that provided some, uh, I guess you could say. Now, the rescuer's down under. We already talked about her. Rescuers, She's very. Yeah. I like oh, not down under. I, not I don't down think under. this is going to be a classic. I think this is a fun movie. I don't think it would ever be a classic, but I like some of the animation. I like the whole um, seagull. Let's see. Is he a pigeon or a seagull? He's a, pigeon, right? or is seagull. a seagull. Seagull. It's been a while. Yeah, I guess he's, he's a seagull. A pigeon. Old, he's a seagull. Big old flat feet and all that. Um, that whole thing and with um, uh, uh, Bob Newhart's very, you know. Dude, have you ever heard any of his freaking old comedy albums? Yes. <laughs> the one where he finds a torpedo on the beach and he's calling it in. <laughs> have you heard the naked lineups and stuff? He's uh, He's got some funny, but they're very dry. <laughs> They're, yeah, <laughs> but the whole he's got that whole one side of a conversation. We're only hearing one side of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's pitching baseball. He's going to sell yeah. baseball to, to some company. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty funny stuff. Um, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, totally. Hey, now, what are you going to say? Go ahead. I, I would say that here, here, your Sinister comes back pretty good. Sinister comes back. Animation kicks ass. Uh, yes. Granted, the computer really starts to kick in at this point. Um Awesome. I mean, think you, you have the story. Best picture, best picture nomination for no good reason. <laughs> really? Uh, Seriously. I mean, you know, when was the last time a full-length feature animated film? Never. Got ne- Never. And it hasn't been since. Well, now they have their own category. Yeah, well, which is retarded, but... Well, why not? Why... why this goes back to photography. You know, I, I used to get pissed off when I did her contest. It's just a photography contest. So you got some guy doing some wedding pictures. You got me maybe doing some, you know, uh, blue angels almost touching wings. And you got some guy shooting a flower. How can you put those in the same category? You can't. Okay. How can you put an animated feature in the same category as 
other movies. Now, in, in the sense of The Lion King, it, it, you know, I mean, uh, Beauty okay. and the Beast, fine. I kind of like it the way the, the international um, reviewers do it with the uh, Golden Globe. You've got a comedy, you've got a drama, and it's yes. separated. Because, again, how are you... How- That's based on genre, though, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I, okay, I, I'm... I'm not exactly sure your photography comparison holds that much water. Okay, if you don't, because because you can because you can do Beauty and the Beast with live actors. You could singing, singing, singing the musical numbers. And would it could it evoke more emotion because you could see human faces? I mean, come on, Beauty and the Beast evokes some serious emotion at some no, point. No, no, I. I- I think it's it, well. You saying it got nominated for no good reason. I think there was a lot of good reasons. It was. But it's it, it did not get nominated for no good reason. Is is a double negative, which means it did get nominated for a good reason. Okay, you're playing that that sophisticated yes. shit on me, huh? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't sorry. think the Navy guys had it in you. Uh, um. Yeah. No. It, it. It. Yes. It did kick out in you know 1991. I know. I can't. I can't say much more than this. I'd like to do a write based on it. You know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think it was almost a classic opening day. You know, what, what's it take to be a classic? Yeah, I think it was almost a classic opening day. And, and this was the time of my life where I would go seek out the 70-millimeter prints for these things, oh, me too. too. Yeah, where's it playing in 70-millimeter? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Big Newport, big Newport. Uh, said we main place. Uh, main place had 70-millimeter all yeah, the time. but the big Newport had the huge screen. Uh, the largest screen this side of the Mississippi, I think it still holds that record for the largest. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big place. Uh, and then we get to Aladdin. And I got to tell you, my first, and I saw Aladdin at the big screen in Newport. My first impression of it was, eh. I, I, really? Yeah. My, my, the first time I saw it, it took seeing it more than once to really absorb it. Because after Beauty and the Beast, it was not a lush colorful movie but then when you start thinking about it the desert isn't the most lush and colorful colorful place, place. No. <laughs> um but okay it, but it, it, were it, you it, a fan of me. oh i'm a big were fan you, of robin williams but were you were you a fan before this so yeah, oh yeah i had his old albums and uh, yeah yeah so you know, you know nanu nanu uh, um no his album reality were the concept was, oh yeah yeah i you know sperm but, swimming upstream you know <laughs> Um, yeah, it just didn't hit with me the first time. It, I I saw oh. it a second or third time. I'm like, yeah, I would not put it anywhere near Beauty and the Beast. No, 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 no. But we're starting to sound like who's who did that? Who did that? Uh, some podcast did a countdown of all the best films, right? They did this like bracket thing. I guess that would be um, is it Mouse Guest? No, no, not not a DPN. I think it was Mouse Guest, and they're just gushing over Beauty and the Beast. Anyway. <laughs> I find myself doing the same thing. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Aladdin, Aladdin was good. It was fun. I don't think it's on the level of Beauty and the Beast. Lion King. Now, here's another one that people gush over. I liked it. The anima- it's, There's some great animation. The story is pretty good. Back to a sinister. I like Scar. I, you know what my biggest problem with, with Lion King was? Sex it- in the uh, clouds? Or- no, it slipped. It they They got on this... Mickey's birthday was when they were releasing their new animated films. November, middle November every year. And then Lion King slipped six, eight, seven, eight months to June. 
Yep, right in the middle of summer. And then, and all, and then after the June for a while there. And then after that, it was all June releases. I was like, that's just lame. I mean, I like the the whole Mickey's thing was. Well, that's nice for you. It's like not, well, not just me, I'm sure, but. But I mean, you look at the history back to Snow White, December. You know, Pinocchio, February, Fantasia, November, Dumbo, October. Band- I think it was all over the place. I think it was all over the place until they decided to do that. You know, it, uh, not everything has to have a fucking synergy tie. I mean, come on. No, I, I don't think they. I think they did it as a Mickey was Mickey's birthday was November. This is our mask. This is our. If it wasn't for him, you know, we wouldn't exist. So here's our tribute. We're going to release our films on. Personally, I would avoid the summer box office bonanza. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I. You know, even the Christmas one. I think November is, but you know, a lot of those. Yeah, there's only one. Now, nah, none of them are really around. Uh, um, Thanksgiving, like a week before, it looks like usually. Um, All right. So well, the Lion King had some good sinisterness to it. Um, yeah. You know, again, a, a, a not unlike uh, maybe Fox and the Hound, where you get to you know watch the young man fight, grow up, grow up, and all that. But it was well done, animated, some good voices, uh, good talent, some good songs. I think it will endure. I can't believe it was such a huge hit. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised too. Uh, it's See, I liked, I liked Aladdin's music the best so far. Really? Well, Little Mermaid and Aladdin, okay. really close. Now, Pocahontas. I say here. I think I can't remember if I saw that in the theater. If it was Hunchback. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of the Pocahontas movie, but if I seem to remember, it seemed a little politically correct at the time when I saw it. I, Pocahontas was broke my streak at that point. Mm. I made sure I saw every movie up until then. I don't so, remember enough about it. To, it's, it didn't make that big of an impression on me. How's that? Um, Hunchback's the same way. It's again got some of that campy feel I, with some yeah. of the little characters and you know the gargoyles and. Uh, I'll tell you here's here's a here's a personal trivia. Hunchback Notre Dame was the last film I saw in Syracuse, New York, before we came back to California. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Um, Hercules, I like some aspects of it. I liked Hercules. Uh, you know, you're right. Went back to a different type of animation, kind of. Yeah, and they tried, but the you know, you talk about story. Every story has to have a conflict in it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that gets resolved. And the conflict for Hercules was just con- uh, too contrived, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyways, too- Mulan. I actually never saw this. Yeah, I've dug Mulan. Total- I dug Mulan. Uh, I've heard it's good. I, I haven't seen it in total. Some of the animation sequences I've seen, I'm like, wow, that's, that's all the Huns coming and all that. That, that was, Well, you could tell that's CG, too. But so what? So what if you can tell? It's just, yeah, Mulan was, Mulan was pretty good, actually. Man, I need to go see that one. I, now, Tarzan kind of liked, but uh, some of the contemporary music, you know, as he's swinging through the trees, doing that. whatever he's doing, was just a little too much for me. I thought the animation was fine. I kind of dug that. Um, overall, I, I think I like Tarzan. It's not going to be up there with, you know, Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, any of those. Uh, uh, never saw Fantasia 2000. Um, I did. Maybe. I saw the IMAX version, their temporary theater they oh, had in Los Angeles. That's nice. Uh, I sat on a jelly donut. I was friggin' pissed. <laughs> oh, you couldn't have picked dude. a better one to sit on. I mean, the charm. Dude, dude. Uh, <laughs> but jelly? Well, my wife, she, she bought, you know, these tickets where you get to go, you know, um, uh, 
not priority seating, but you know, good seating in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big, big ass bucket of popcorn with a special bucket of the, and then you could see some of the, you know how they do it downtown yes, at the. Yeah, I got you. At, yeah, okay, okay, but the theater was the theater itself, the screen and the seats, the bleachers was all temporary. It was in a big fat tent, you know. And we're walking out, and Sherry's like, "What's on your pants?" I don't know. I reach back there, and my hand is covered with freaking jelly donut jelly. Was there, was there any salad around? <laughs> no salad. <laughs> I like it with jelly. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the pants are ruined. <laughs> yeah, I so. guess they would be. Uh, oh, and you know, how am I going to drive home? Is I had to find a towel in the trunk so we'd get jelly donut on the freaking seats of the car. Just pull your pants off. You're in the car with the wife. What's the big deal? <laughs> oh, so anyway, yeah, that's what I remember about Fantasia 2000. So okay. my ass got covered with a jelly donut. <laughs> Emperor's New Groove. Let's move on. I like this movie again, kind of a different animation style. Some might say yeah. cheap, uh, but. Again, it's we talked about this last show, didn't yeah, we? This did kind of come up. I, I, not up there in the tops, but I was entertained by it. Um, Atlantis never saw it. Everybody says you need yes. to see this movie. I, I haven't seen it either. Uh, it looked like uh, animation wise, it was going to be a beautiful film to see, but I, I haven't seen it. Uh, we kind of touched on Lilo and Stitch. Who cares? Um, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Lilo? What do you mean? Who cares? Because you don't like the character. I just overall, again, it looked like Saturday morning cartoon stuff to me. The well, this goes back to the interest this goes, me. goes back to the no parents. Yeah. No parents. You know, the parents died in a car automobile accident. Yeah, I think it also stitched it. It was all a conspiracy. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I enjoyed the film. Okay, that's not nice. The, you know, it's, fun to, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> You know, Stitch comes. He's a he's a little evil guy, and he got he learns somehow to the little girl breaks through his his evilness and <laughs> turns him into a nice guy or whatever. So now the next one, Treasure Planet, another one I've been told this animated great, and you know if you yeah I haven't seen it both. I think both Atlantis and Treasure Planet. I mean, if you want to believe some of the hype, uh, people would have you believe that Eisner almost personally. Uh, sandbag these movies, but as far as not uh, uh, giving enough money to uh, promote it, things like that. Uh, same with the next one, Brother Bear, which I actually have talked about seeing it in the uh, up in the balcony in the church while mixing the sound for the youth. I haven't seen this. I, <laughs> now I didn't get to you know 100 percent you know watch it the whole time. It's kind of quartered my eye. I had the headsets on listening to it. But I dug it. I, I, I liked it. I think it was pretty good. Um, now, Home on the Range was one I was looking I forward to. <laughs> I started to watch it because one of the kids T-voted. My, one of my daughters loves cows and stuff, so she thought this would be cool. It reminded me of the animation of from like Pecos Bill and some of those um, uh, shorts. So they- Very not detailed at all then, huh? Yeah, it's uh, I, I know I use the word stylized a lot, but it was it almost had me thinking some Ward Kimball. But uh, um, it just it seemed interesting to me. And I was trying to watch it the other day, and I was like, um, uh, the story will get going here hopefully soon. I, just, <laughs> I was kind of bummed that it wasn't better. Um, 
I almost don't even want to consider Chicken Little on this list because it was this, you know, the anime or I, computer did one. Did you not like Chicken Little? I was you- ambivalent about it. Um, oh, all the all the film references and all the uh, sight gags just that's that's what kept me watching it. Was this you know when was, when's the next sight gag going to come? Well, you know what, I, I kind of went in with some predetermined thoughts because you know I think around this time there was some of the controversy with Pixar and Disney. Will they stay together? Uh, you know, Disney doesn't need Pixar; they'll do their own. And I went and saw Chicken Little, and I'm like, this is no Pixar film by any means. No, no, uh, no it isn't. But it, it did okay. It some was... funny things in it. Uh, you know, Chicken Little's never been one of my favorite little stupid stories. Um, uh, I'd have to rate uh, Bambi meets Godzilla over <laughs> Chicken Little. Uh, <laughs> meet, the, well, meet the Robinsons I didn't I haven't seen yet. Haven't so. seen it either. So that's... All right, so we ran down the whole list. Now, do we answer any of the questions? Probably not. Uh, so let me uh, find let's see. email. Can a contemporary tale be as classic as an established fairy tale? No. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Let me, let me find <laughs> this to see what could you just... <laughs> no, it depends. Okay, so have we, I don't think we really can dis- decide what makes these movies work. Some just connect with an audience, and some don't. I, I really think that... If you have a, a decent balance of a mature subject or a mature scenario, it'll cut a wider swath. Well, that's true because parents aren't going to want to go sit through some things Pokemon. over and over and over. Or kids uh, sit through things that are too adult or too scary. Um, and, you know, what? why did I go see... Um, um, Power Rangers with my kids at the movies because of the pink Power Ranger. I mean, that's the only reason dads watch the Power Rangers sure. with their kids. I mean, so that was, you know. Uh, okay, but, okay, but uh, you know, why movies work and others don't. And I'll, I, Sometimes you sound, don't know. Because, okay. well, I'm going to sound trite when I say it's going to be story. It's going to come down to story. It's going to come down to character now, that you give shit about. I see. Now, I don't necessarily buy that because if you go to um, – uh, 1991. Beauty and the Beast is up against what other horrible movie for Best Picture? Now, some mm. people don't think it's horrible. They thought it was this masterpiece. Uh, oh, crap. It had some good dialogue, but when you really consider the subject matter of the movie, you're just like, why the hell... 1991, 1991, Tarantino. 1991. Quentin, Tar- what? Quentin Tarantino. John Travolta. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. That which, movie was awesome. Which, by the way, because we purchased Miramax, Disney benefited from, which is Pulp kind of an Pulp Fiction odd. was awesome. Dialogue, you- I'll give you. I think, really, when you look at the subject matter, if you want your kids to grow up and think about drug use, whacking some guy in the back of the <laughs> car, all the stuff that went on in that movie, knock yourself <laughs> out, raise your kids like that. Now, I don't want to be a Pollyanna and say this stuff doesn't exist. I think the dialogue between Samuel L. Jackson and uh, uh, John, John Travolta. Travolta was really good, but the whole subject matter, the whole movie, and the way it's um, graphically shown to you, I just think is not 
what wins an Academy Award. Just my opinion. okay. Okay, no, you're right. And the, what one that year I think was? Wait a second, we're talking '92, aren't we? Well, it probably was the Academy Awards for '92, uh, because the year before was Silence of the Lambs. Was now, granted, there's a lot of movies that won Best Picture that, and that I have thought have sucked, uh, and they they get what I call the political correct vote sometimes. Um, but that happened. I just that's just life. But I, so I sometimes though I think things just connect with some audiences. Why you know if if um, for example if Treasure Planet and Atlantis are as good as some people have said they are, and they're they're underappreciated, and people really believe that Eisner, you know, somehow purposely, you know, bombed these movies. Um, because it didn't get enough uh, press or enough promotion, that shouldn't make a difference because there have been a lot of, say, silent majority type films that have just picked up because the audiences talked about them. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what movie it was that everybody says, oh, you got to see this. I'm like, I've never even heard of this movie. Um, I'm, well, I'm looking at the list that Beauty and the Beast is up against. Yeah. All right, so... See if you remember who actually won that year. Okay. Bugsy. JFK. Do you want to hear my opinions of Bugsy? Don't. No, that movie stunk too. Well. Okay, wait a second. Wait. Just okay. uh, JFK. <laughs> it's Bugsy, JFK, Prince of Tides, Silence of the Lambs, and Beauty and the oh, Beast. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now what? <laughs> I was going to say, Bugsy, I, I could kind of, I was kind of enthralled by trying to watch this. So like the lead actor, you know, throw him away. Um it's so far off from the real Bugsy story. Uh, I, I read a Bugsy biography right after, and the guy actually, you know, wrote in here about how the movie did terrible disjustice. That you know, this guy was a psychopathic killer, and they try to portray him as this kind of good guy. And the fact was, people did show up on opening day um, for the hotel, and they have it as nobody's showing up. Uh, so they kind of portrayed. At least this is according to the book I read. Uh, uh. Some weird things. Um, All right, so I don't know. I just, I back, can't. Back I don't know if you can really put thing on it. Like you said, you want it sounds trite to say story, but ha- story always wins. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, okay, Silence of the Lambs. Like, give it to you. Great story. Wasn't overly graphic, uh, deep and disturbing subject. Very matter. disturbing. Yeah, um, very disturbing. <laughs> but. Uh, Okay, I'm just trying to think what we could take, what movie of what what one of these animated classics is kind of weak on the story side, but everybody loves. That's what I'm looking for in this list, and I, I no matter which one I might say I think is shallow, somebody will probably beat me up. Well, okay, you throw out well, throw out one you think is shallow well, that's I think, that we all consider as good. We already I didn't think Sword in the Stone was that great, but I thought it was shallow. Um, okay. But we have no idea if it's you know if it resonated with people or not. No, no, so. I think it's a little too old, and you don't hear people talk about it. So let's go. Let's go to something a little more modern. Pocahontas. You think the Pocahontas story would connect? But um, I thought the animation was pretty good in the film. I just it didn't stand out to me as that great. Um, 
All right. Well, so I said Aladdin didn't hit with me the first time. It's 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 kind of playing all off the genie and the sight gags and the and the comedy of um, Robin Williams. I think more than depending <clears throat> depending on the, the story. I mean, Come on, tell you to be yourself. Tell the truth. Ah, but again, it's you know I'm, he wasn't being himself. He wasn't telling the truth. What happened? Bad things. Yeah, but who, he was himself. He told the truth. Who helped him do all those things? The stupid genie in the first. Place, right? um, no, when the genie got taken away from him, that's when he decided well, to freaking tell the truth. Um, <laughs> all right, look, let's try to answer the other couple of questions. Yeah, let's go, because I, I just think sometimes it connects, and you're like, "Wow, I really like this movie." And yeah, yeah, well, okay, but that's the ultimate goal, right? Entertainment. Uh, yeah, you walk I, out. I, that I, movie I was don't good have, because I like this. I don't have to come out there and think, "Oh man," and. In the third act, they they really yeah, just yeah. twist yeah, no, them. You know, I, I don't need – well, sometimes no, no. I go for that kind of stuff. I want to see that, but usually I just want to be entertained. Great. Here, here's a good example. Ocean's 13. When I go see that movie, <laughs> when I finally go see that movie, I'll, what I want to see is what I saw the first two times. These guys looking like they're having fun making a film. Fun movie. I heard somebody in the DP, and I won't call them out, who said, finally, they're back to Vegas. They didn't – they didn't seem to like the second one. I enjoyed the second one, though I agree. I like that they're back in Vegas because that's what kind of made the first movie. It's the whole Vegas. Yeah, but the, the, what, what makes the, those movies fun is the, they look like they're having fun. They, like, they look like they genuinely like each other. Well, no, and they're not just getting paid to act like they like each other, you know? I love it when you can get an all-star cast like that. I mean, these are power players. I mean, some of these yeah. are big, big power players. And they put their egos aside. Yeah, and they totally have a good time. Now, one of my favorite uh, films with a lot of people in it is... Um, oh, crap. I knew that would happen. Brain fart. Who is in it? Um, Telly Savalas, um, Clint Eastwood, uh, Hockey Tell Puck. Uh, hockey puck. The guy we see hockey puck. Well, we saw him in Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. It's a World War II movie. Um, Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's Heroes. Now, some of them weren't as big as they were going to get, but still, kind of an all-star cast. Well, it's not a movie meant to really be that much fun. I mean, it's around the the war and all, um, but people just having fun. Uh, campy ones like it's a Mad 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 World. I mean, had a lot of big names for its time in that movie. Uh, yeah. A very campy, but one I liked I as like. a kid. But, but, but that's the point. The point is, you know, you watch it, you walk out, that was worth my eight, nine, ten dollars because I had a good time. Yeah, you that's know what? We point. just figured out, talking about dumbasses. Well, it's, I'm not sure if it's worth saving the two dollars on the movie ticket at Downtown Disney for me to drive from Huntington up there and have to, you know, park and walk and all that. But with the annual pass, you get two bucks off the movie price. Really? Yeah. Yeah, leave it to the kids to tell me this, you know. It's like, <laughs> Next time I guess I should right, read so, the fine print. Um, can can so a can contemporary? Contempor- this is okay. Read that one. That's the one you. I, okay. Can a contemporary tale be as classic as an established fairy tale? You said no, but you just said no. It can't be. I was I was being glib. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, I, you know, I understand uh, the word. I was I was just trying to <laughs> get to. Okay, what, what's a, no? Yes, what's no, a contemporary no. tale in our list that? you think can stand up because you said there's only a few original stories here. Well, that's according to Wikipedia. That's, that's not mine. Yeah, that, there's a real trusted source. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. Modern. You like Lilo modern. and Stitch. Okay. Take that. That's a contemporary tale, right? Yes. Pretty much 
sounds like it's original. Is it yes. going to stand up against Beauty and the Beast or The Little Mermaid? No. In a long haul? No. Because now forget that The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast are in the modern generation of movies as far as Disney's animation. They're still they're, fairy they're tales. They're still or classic that, fairy tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here, let's, take, let's go back into Disney non... Da, 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 da. Who would be the first non... How about the rescuers? No, is that not? Well, is dumb. I mean, Dumbo obviously must be based off a book, but would you call it's it? It's not a fairy not tale. A fairy tale, really. Bambi's yeah, not, it's not a some... fairy tale, is it? Would you consider that a fairy tale? No, I wouldn't, but some people would. Well, it no, depends. You know, are you talking grim fairy tales? Or what was the other big? Yeah. Um, you have Grim Brothers. Brothers Grimm and um, Hans Christian Andersen. People are yelling at the friggin' iPods right I'm now. I'm sure. Uh, are. Yeah, it shows how <laughs> what sophisticates we are. <laughs> uh, damn, Mother Goose. Mother Goose. There you go. Those are teacher, your wife would probably wives. be, you know, smacking you upside the head. Well, she, she went to bed a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's see. Well, if it was written, in, contemporary Ghibli is classic. Yes, it can be if it's done right. It's, I mean, you know, I don't think we have the right one. But yeah, if you were to create that Fox and the Hound, maybe. Well, I guess I'm reaching. Yeah, I'm just looking through the list. That's yeah. What? Yeah, I, I think it could if it was written in the classic fairy tale style. If that means anything to anybody, because it's not meaning a whole lot to no. me. But I thought one on a time. There is a princess okay, and a tallest, tallest Are okay. classic fairy tales considered classics because Disney made a movie? No. No, no, no. They're classics far. Well, like, okay. Cla- they, they were classics, and that's what made them decide to make a movie. Right. I don't no? think you could find any of the ones we're talking about, like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, uh, Peter Pan. I mean, these things were already well-established classic stories. It's not like, okay, you, you brought up Ocean's Thirteen. Um, and I saw the cast on some talk show after the first one came out. And it wasn't too long after uh, um, what's uh, the one that played Batman. Um, God, well, I'm just Kilmer. blanking on names. Not Kilmer. George Clooney. George Clooney had was giving Julia Roberts a hard time that she'd never been in a stinker. That she, <laughs> her movies have been successful. He says, hey, he says, look, I killed Batman. You know, I, I have that <laughs> on my head that I killed the Batman franchise. <laughs> they are remaking a movie that was not successful. And what? it made it good. The original Ocean's Eleven, though it had the Rat Pack and all that, was not considered a success. No, no, that movie, that movie was kind of dull. <laughs> exactly. Okay. They remade it and remade it well. How many great movies have been tried, been remade and stunk more often than trying to take yes. a bad one and making it good. The other one I would do, say the same thing for is um, um, the one with our last uh, James Bond before this one. Um, God, I'm just losing it tonight for names. Our last is what? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. No. Yes, right. That's Pierce is the one I wanted. Um, where he's the guy that steals the art. Oh, Thomas Crown. Thomas Crown. Thomas Crown. 
when I usually bring a movie home and I say, Hey, Karen, let's watch this. She's like up and down. She sat for that whole thing and never moved. And that's unusual. Cause she's, oh, I'm going to use ration. Get a drink of water. And she's always up and down. she can't sit still. She sat through that whole thing. Now, granted, she likes Pierce Bronson, but it captivated her and kept her attention. And I've seen some of the original and it, it didn't keep my attention at all. So that's, that's another one where they've taken a bad movie and made it good. Yet there was that movie with Olivia Newton, John and John Travolta twist of fate, oh, yeah, which had yeah. been tried, had been made, remade, remade that same story always sucked. And they added right to the pile of poo. Uh, <laughs> so yes, I, I, um, classic fairy tales, um, long before Disney ever made them. Now, Disney now has classic animation because, you know, they, they, they have always taken the stories and twisted them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, well, they make, they make happy endings. Right. So kids who – this is what frustrated a, a teacher that I worked with at, um, at Disneyland was they're trying to teach the original story, but the kid's only seen the Disney animated cartoon or feature – and they're confused yeah. because, oh, but, you know, uh, uh, the mermaid lives at the end. She gets her legs and yeah. she moves on. She goes with Mary Eric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that, they find that frustrating, uh, the way Disney's always messing with that. But that goes back to Walt's time. He did the same thing. So what other fairy tales would be good as an animated feature? Um, mm. Do you consider... That's a good question. Yeah, it is. Do you consider... What's the one about the um, elephant... You know which one I'm trying to say? It was a series of books. Babar? Babar. Would you consider that a, a fairy tale, classic fairy tale? No. You know, a fairy tale. Does it have to start, like you were saying, once upon a time? Does it have, does it, no, no. Does it have I'll, to have I'll a princess? You and a, you know, what's your, what's your definition of a, of a fairy tale? Does it have to have a fairy in it? A fairy tale does not have to have a fairy in it, but uh, a fairy tale, um, you know, folkloric characters... You know, characters from folklore uh, probably has some enchantment or uh, magic. Well, if you want to you trust know, Wikipedia, it's a fictional story that usually features folklore characters, such as you were saying, uh, fairies, goblins, elves, trolls, witches, giants, talking animals, and enchantments. Were you kind of paraphrasing this while I'm... Re- yes, I was trying to. <laughs> Often involving a far-fetched sequence of events, in modern-day parlance, a fairy tale ending refers to a happy ending. Though there are notable examples, notable examples. of fairy tales yeah. do not have happy endings. Um, a Little Red Riding Hood, I think, would be one of a non-happy ending. Uh, Wait, does, didn't the woodman, didn't the wood, woodsman come along and cut open the wolf and everybody jumped out? Now, that's just sick. How would they live it? in there as they're digesting in the inner stomach? Uh, well, it's a fairy tale. Come on. How's the wolf going to swallow the wolf? Um, <laughs> so you wouldn't consider Babar. You wouldn't consider a talking elephant. Um, no. no. I mean, it goes right in here in talking animals, but I always liked Babar. And I'd heard, did, I think they ended up, somebody animated that real poorly, but I was looking forward to uh, Babar being done well. Um, I think okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some of these grim fairy tales and see the see ones. Okay, all right. Well, little red, little red. Yeah, I think I animated, yeah, dancing around. Oh, the wolf. Um, I saw one in here. Well, you know the the come. one um, where he's well, he's the giant, but he's really normal size and uh, um, 
God, why I am just really losing it today with the. Who's the giant? Are you talking about Bing, Jack and the Beanstalk? No, 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 no. They, you know they've already done that with Mickey. Um, yes, they have. Crap! Why? It's just not my night. Um, I didn't have my adult beverage. You know that's my problem. Well, okay. Um, no, it's um, God. You know people are yelling at their iPods. He walks into the little Oompa Loompa Land or whatever, and they all tie him up. Oh, Lilliput, uh, Gulliver's Travel. Gulliver's Travel. I think that would make a good, uh, a good movie. But been done though. Yeah, but not done well. Okay. You know, I, how about the Golden Goose? Huh? How about the Goosleys and Golden Eggs? Uh, well, come, come on. The guy tries to cut the goose open at the end of the story to see how he works. Yeah. Well, uh, could, <laughs> couldn't you say that's already been done? Um, Live action with Disney. Dean Jones. Yeah, but that was campy. Yeah, it was campy, but that was typical Disney at the time. Um, well, if they actually left it like the original, that might be kind of cool. But uh, uh, did you see the Grim Brothers Grimm the movie? No, I heard it was pretty funny. It, it was it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, well, you know, witches and giants, you get all that. I'd love to see a good version of. Um, uh, the Hobbit done. Is the one? Well, you know, Peter Jackson, I guess, is working on the Hobbit. Is he? Or somebody's working on? Somebody's working on it. Well, it would be great to see that live action. But the cartoon, though, that cartoon got me through literature class because I didn't want to read the book. <laughs> All right, now I got the Golden Goose story mixed up. Did you? He doesn't cut it open at the end, but uh, oh, I'm just. I guess they're now. stuck. They get stuck to the goose or something like that. It's been so long since. Um, you know, I've read some of those to kids or anything. You know, there's a series of, of books that the wife reads to uh, the kids sometimes, and it's these kids who get in with these um, witches, and it's like with a carnival or something. I forgot what the series is, and it sounds kind of interesting. Um, so you would call then um, um, uh, Harry Potter, would you consider that uh, kind of a... Uh, a fairy tale. It's got witches and mythology and stuff like. That. Well, you know, in this definition, sure. Yeah, this. Who knows if this definition is considered the right one? Uh, some would trolls and trolls in the Vikings. Some of those Norse ones. Uh, those something like that would be. There's some Scandinavian, Scandinavian folklore, fairy tales, and legends um, that you know nobody's ever heard of, but it might be kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Right. So it shows you how yeah. deep we are in our, our fairy yeah. tales. Um, yeah, what other fairy tales would be good? Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough. Yeah, I just... Um, I was just trying to... Uh, well, Arabian Nights, that's... You can kind of say... Yeah, but, okay, but that's a thousand and one yeah. stories, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Come on. Aladdin. Shahrazad. Yeah, no, 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 I know. I'm saying that's that's fine. It's kind of already I mean, been there, done that, you know. I'm sure there's something doing Rapunzel that's coming. I mean, you could you could actually don't you could do um, you know it's been kind of overdone, but the Knights of the Round Table and all that kind of crap, and it's been overdone. How many you know different times? According to this, there's tales of Bluebeard and. Um, some other well, crap in here. So I mean, there's, according to this list, there's uh, grim. There's 200 grim fairy tales out there. Well, I don't know. Wow. Just the name of this one sounds good. The Stinky Cheese Man. 
<laughs> Where, what number is that? It's way down under literary. Uh, if you're a, oh, you're you're still reading the yeah, the uh, wiki, did you? Okay, because <laughs> no, that's not one of theirs. It's by John Chazeski or cheese. something. Uh, oh, I see it. The Stinky Cheese Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, children's book. Yeah, yeah. It's still a book by book published in 1992. Well, you you could almost okay. go think of Shrek. What fairy tale showed up in Shrek? <clears throat> About every single one. Every know. single one of them. Yeah, uh, there's a collection of twisted, humorous parodies of famous children's stories and fairy tales, such as Little Red Riding Hood, Ugly Ducking, and Gingerbread Man, illustrating a unique style. Okay, so all right. I think we're done with this yeah, topic. We've don't pretty you? much showed our lack of knowledge and uh, our complete ignorance and. Film critic, critic, but we hope you enjoyed this list of oh, here, all forty nine Disney freaking animated films. How could we have got <laughs> Hansel and Gretel? That's like a big one, right? Hansel and Gretel. That's a that's a Hans Christian Andersen story, is it not? Or, oh, how sh- maybe they should be done by your favorite interpreter of uh, fairy tales? Who's that? It's the guy that wears a leather jacket, the New York kind of. Um, Oh, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. He, did, he didn't do fairy tales. He did poems. Well, but Jack and Jill up my... the hill, right? All that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, well, well, they had, they'd have to do that under the Miramax label, but you know it could yeah. be done. <laughs> yeah, no, he already did his poems, right? The the <laughs> yeah, Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. <laughs> little spider sat down beside her and said, "I can't repeat it." Well, what about like the the egg guy? Could you make a full hour and a half off the uh, uh, Humpty Dumpty? I mean, <laughs> again, that's a nursery rhyme. That's a poem, right? That's a nursery yeah, rhyme. That's, that's a riddle. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's well, isn't Chicken Little just about you know Chicken Little is also I think a well. That's why some of those like the Three Little Pigs and stuff that worked as shorts. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the hut in the forest. What? Jeez, I'm just reading the, some of these stories from the Grimm does, guys. Does it have a red light in the window? I mean, what it's, I don't know. There's 200 friggin' Grimm fairy tales. That's a lot. Yeah, it sounds quite a... Eve's various children. Die ungleichen Kinder Evas. <laughs> That's not bad. Sounds real enough. <laughs> well, wasn't, uh, uh, you know, Snow White, wasn't that a... Story without the dwarves. Uh, I want to think that Disney added the dwarves um, in, or the way they oh. connected to Snow White is much different in the original story. That's a grim fairy tale. Um, yes, it is. Uh, but I thought it was just called Snow White. Now, granted, um, um, uh, let's see, wait. The German version features elements such as the mirror and the seven dwarves. In non-German versions, the dwarves are generally robbers, while taking talking mirror is a dialogue with the sun or the moon. Albania uh, even got a version. Jeez. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Little Snow White. KHM 53. Snow White in her coffin. Let's see. Yeah, German... Tell character fairy tale known from many places in Europe. Best known version being one collected by the Brothers Grimm. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. So it sounds like they may have put some stories together that may not have been all theirs. Um, sounds like that 
had some legs in other cultures. So, huh. oh well, who cares? Well, that pretty much wraps right. up. We've still got some more stuff from Anton. I don't know. Based on this debacle, we, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. We might At least not, people know what we think about someone. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, it's you know, it's, it's it's you might say kind of off topic for us in general. The only uh, the only two things the two things we have left from Anton, and you, you might want to you know uh, chime in if you don't really want to hear us. <laughs> we did so bad on this one. The next one is Disney music. You know, is there a difference between Disney making a cartoon musical and a cartoon with music that makes it a blockbuster hit? We sort of touched on some of these uh, in a little didn't bit. Talk much of the music aspect of them, though. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. So I don't know. I would probably have to go out and watch Treasure Planet and Atlantis uh, before <laughs> we talked about some of these research. Bah. Yeah, really. Who cares? It's all opinion, right? Toontown or Ghost Town? I think now he, what Anton didn't say, and I'm guessing because he's from this state, he's talking he's about, talking about Disneyland, Disneyland one, uh, which has suffered some tragedy compared to Florida. We can talk about this for a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's some, uh, there's some stuff we're talking about because there has been yeah. um, some mess ups over there and some not so good stuff. And we, we have got a couple other suggestions from some of you out there. We haven't decided if we're going to uh, use them yet. Um, but feel free to keep sending them in. Yeah, because you never know. And, we th- you know, um, should, we, should we read the one asking us why we, uh, mm. we no. you know. No. You don't think we, not, not, not the funny one, but the other one. I still want to say no because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the one that asked us why they thought we were picking on somebody. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're not. No. Well, we are. We're not. It's, I already answered him kind of saying yes and no. Okay. It's really ambiguous. I know it's um, – no, we're having fun with it, and it's just not our type of content show. It's not – you know, I've got most of the music. I've heard all the information, so – you know, why would I go listen to the show? Uh, pretty much. Um, but, you know, personally, no, I don't know the guy, so I can't personally pick on him. It's just having some fun. Um, okay. Oh, we should talk about, though, I was remiss. We were supposed to promo swap with um, um, Steve Swanson. He was doing a uh, Music is a Drug podcast, and I kind of okay. forgot about it by accident and I was going through some email. So I, I wrote him back oh, today and I said, Hey, um, are you still doing the music as a drug podcast? And he said, no. Uh, wow. he says, well, yes, I'm still podcasting, but I'm not doing that show anymore. I'm actually doing something closer to Disney. Now the Muppet cast. Oh, head over to www.muppetcast.com or just grab it in iTunes. I don't really have a promo for it because I told him I'd play it on my show, and I'm sure we could plug it into this show too. But the okay. show's gathered a pretty nice following in the two months or so that I've been around. Judging by the number of downloads per episode, I guess that I have around 500 listeners. Well, congratulations. That's good for uh, just getting started. I tend to mention a lot of other podcasts on my show, so I'll make sure to say hi to you and Mike for MiceCast, and, of course, I'll mention IMW as well. Don't know if you're a big Muppet fan or not, but if you are, let me know what you think of the show. I just finished listening to uh, when you say when show. Great as usual. Take care, your buddy Steve. 
So, so everybody that um, likes the Muppets, uh, go check them out. Even if check you don't, the- check it out anyways. Okay. You might find something you like in there. So I'm, I'm going to have to go do that. I'm not a huge Muppet fan. I, I like the Muppet, the primetime Muppet show. I like the TV show, yeah. I, uh, Sesame Street Muppets and stuff could really okay. care less. The movies are funny, too. Yeah, movies are okay. They, they're all right, yeah. I, I enjoy seeing the Muppet 3D, not every visit, but, you know, I'll, I'll run in there now and then. and, and see, Yeah, yeah. So some of the effects are kind of cool and, you know, stuff like that. So Okay. So anyways, that's that's um That's about it, don't you think? I can't think of anything else. So we have, do we have a uh, voicemail yet? No. Alright, well we have there's, regular there's, mice cast. No yeah. there is no there is no customer service person I can talk to it for K seven dot net. I have to find out actually who owns that stuff. Well why don't you just call the number and leave a message? See if call what number and leave a message? Call that number, see if you can leave a message and see if someone will call you back. Oh, okay. Maybe that person might be nice enough to re-register, but then again, you can't go through and pick numbers like you used to. You can't pick numbers anymore, no. So. Blows. All right, so it's Greg at MiceCast.com, Mike at MiceCast.com, Richard at MiceCast.com, which we'll probably never check it, but you can try anyways. Yep. Um, www.MiceCast.com and blogspot.MiceCast.com also. Very good. Yes. That's all Don't I can. Don't forget to visit DPN. Oh, yeah, yeah. Visit DPN, support all the shows, uh, yada, 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 yada. Uh, post yeah. your pictures in Flickr, uh, <laughs> join in and all the fun. Mouse Fest is coming up. Uh, you know what? Everybody yeah. forgot. You know, everybody's talking about Mouse Fest. The N- the NFFC, NFFC show is uh, coming up next month. Next month. So there there are other things besides West Fest and Mouse Fest and the Disney community. Uh, oh yeah. Um, and I guess the Mouse Fest people. Have not been able to pull their heads out of their arses yet and get this, you know, some of. The- I guess it's, I guess it's grown beyond some capacity, and they're trying to deal with that change. So well, I think that and committees are, you know, forming. No committees never can reach consensus sometimes because they all they do is argue. Oh yeah, whatever. So, but look for Mike and I there in Florida. Um, in December. In December. Yeah, and I think Lou will be there and. I think that's it. Might yeah, pretty much. There's three of us, I think. Jeff, Jeff, I don't know if Chris will be there or not. Yeah, Jeff's partying around the world right now. I don't know if he's going to have time for us little people once he gets back from his European or his Asian tour. Yeah. But it uh, sounds like he's having fun. I'm jealous. I would have liked to have gone. <laughs> Sound like fun. Did you see my post? I'm sorry I missed my $5 flights when I was in the service. Yes, I did. That really pisses me off. Could never convince uh, yeah. the wife. She just never wanted to go and, you know. It just never. Yeah, the problem is, you know, for five bucks, you never really could get stuck. That's true. You could get stuck get stuck in Guam for a week. <laughs> You're right, and so. Guam would not be my first choice. But we didn't fly through Guam. We went to Hawaii and then straight over to. But you never know where it could. Oh, whoops! We got to go over here to pick up this emergency. You know, you, you're right. Yeah. You never know, and that would suck. <laughs> Nothing against Guamans or whatever but, you know from Guam are called, but Guam, Guamanian. I when, think when I'm going so. on vacation to. Tokyo, Guam really isn't in my path of travel. Yeah, and you're just sitting there stuck, burning up your leave. Well, oh, exactly. That's the worst everything. thing. And then what if you don't get back? You call your commander. Hey, I'm stuck. That's not my problem. Get your ass back yeah. over here. <laughs> That's right. Better find, <laughs> better shell out some money for a commercial flight. Yeah, put the right anywhere I'm at. I had to do that once in Hawaii. So, yeah, it wasn't fun when I was expecting to only spend, you know, 10 bucks round trip <laughs> with my box lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Backwards. Yeah. 
Oh, well, so All stick right. around for the next show. Come see us on the boards yeah. and the forums and email us. Uh, don't call us. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can always call the imaginary my way line. Okay. But, good. So. What? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Well, then, good night. Good night. Thank you.